Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So good to be back again uh, online, but also, you know, we've been recording in church. <laughs> we believe that um, you are full of the courage and strength of God to go ahead and not be moved by whatever you see happening out there. Anyhow, we're so grateful that uh, we're still here believing God with you. Praise God. Shall we worship this King who's worthy? Hallelujah. We bless you. We praise you. We worship you. Ha ha. Blessed be your holy name. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus, because he first loved me. Hallelujah. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah. Lebroso kore babalanda rabakasatarianda hamashanda rabariandere bosondo rokura barandaria basakere bosondo ola brande valberasianda rabakarianda hallelujah we worship you 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 early in the morning my praise and prayers shall rise to thee, O oh, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. O God, in three persons, blessed Trinity. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. You alone are worthy. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Limosura Zabra Lamandara Kasharabada. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Halabaraka Sapra Lamalbaraka Siridinge. Lebro Sukoti Kreside Barakandara Balabranda. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. You alone are worthy. Hamashtarabandarabakariante. Oh, Rafevre Veliste Prasanda Balmara Bariante. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Mashtara paprata paprasente. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Blessed be the name of the living God. Blessed be the name of the Most High. Hallelujah. Represente relemendo corocosete remeshende. Riba babaraka zoroto prosolo protovondoroboyo. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for being there for us. Rapataka rapalianta. At the right hand of majesty on high. Rico zore manderiste rita rabarodo coste prashalite. We look away from ourselves to you, Lord. Repasso prodomondo. Remasoro cose preste fevre vevedo romondo re preste. Hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Blessed be your holy name. Ambrese frevel de lebreste. Oh, Father, we worship you. Rapalapracapalmaravranda. Precious Holy Spirit. You are welcome, Mandaroso Preze Brebel Mera Frala Manda Casaranta. Alabashtere de Mandora Pasicarama Casere Bele Brende. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah. La Preze Le Brebele Grante Pera Seprelemente Rebele Brende. Worship and adore you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Rapidele brende la breste. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of serving you. Oh, living for you in this day and hour. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. We bless you, we praise you, we worship you, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We call every need met, every oak destroyed, every burden removed. In the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. This uh, month is almost over, and so we're crossing over into the seventh month, and thank God for his mercy that's kept us thus far. Hallelujah. And um, so grateful that you all are there. So let's go forward as we do our study today. We notice here in James, the fourth chapter, interesting verse of scripture which we are talking about and thinking upon, I believe. From verse 14, he says, Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. This is a picture of uh, someone who is suspected as having passed on and they put a little mirror next to his nose or mouth to see if there's any vapor there, which is supposed to prove that he's still alive. And, uh, you know, like vapor appears uh, in the morning, you see a mist and then after some time as the sun rises and 
the heat comes on, you never see it again. You wonder if there was even a mist that day. Well, that's how temporary this thing can be. <laughs> Hallelujah. It appeared for a little time and then vanisheth away. Praise God. So our little vapor of life there, uh, we thank God we have that vapor right now, but we should be able to use it for his glory, for eternity, for the enduring. Hallelujah. So thank God for such verses. But you can imagine with the plight of the pastor here in the book of James, He's the pastor of this church in Jerusalem, very big church, and, you know, he's the Lord's half-brother. It's a very famous church. It's a church to the go-to church, like they say nowadays. That's the place to be, you know. But uh, I believe as you read along, you notice that they had a certain attitude had begun to creep in, and that of self-sufficiency and strength. He says in 15, for you ought to say, you ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this and do that. Hallelujah. So they had some strength and some confidence, which uh, seemed to be not in the Lord, nor his guarantee, but more like themselves. Praise God. You know, there's people out there in other faiths who talk about, if the Lord wills. When you ask them anything, they just say, if the Lord wills. You know, but it'll be in their own particular dialect. It's a good thing to say. A good thing to say, but um, we should be considering at least thinking like that. We ought to say, "If the Lord will, we shall live and do this or do that." In other words, if it's God's will that we continue, we'll do it. Praise God. And uh, fourteen says, well, "You know not what is on the." Morrow, or what shall be on the morrow. So we really don't know much. We don't see beyond our noses. Uh, we're kind of uh, short-sighted that way. And so we need to look away from ourselves and our ability to the one who knows everything. Hallelujah. We got to tune in and consider eternity against our temporary little vapor of life. What are you using your little vapor of life for, is the question. We ought to now invest it in the eternal realms, in the things that endure forever, because it is sure that we will leave this realm, this planet, and its temporal uh, realities, in quote. So these are the thoughts we've been going through, and um, there's nothing wrong with it. It is supposed to be... The way to look at life is nothing enduring about this life down here. It is temporary, it is temporal. But notice that these believers had reached a place where they were not even thinking like that. Is it possible that Pastor James had such people in his congregation? Well, it seems evident that he did. So uh, let's watch, therefore, to constantly bring ourselves back into uh, our confidence and our strength, who is the Lord and not ourselves, and look forward to seeing what we can do to invest in him and eternity. Praise God. Maybe we can hear James uh, 4, 14 and 15 in Canada also.
ನಾಳೆ ಏನಾಗುವುದೋ ನಿಮಗೆ ತಿಳಿಯದು ನಿಮ್ಮ ಜೀವ ಮಾನವು ಎಂಥದ್ದು ಅದು ಸ್ವಲ್ಪ ಹೊತ್ತು ಕಾಣಿಸಿಕೊಂಡು ಆಮೇಲೆ ಕಾಣದೆ ಹೋಗುವ ಹಬೆಯಂತಿದೆ ಆದ್ದರಿಂದ ಕರ್ತನ ಚಿತ್ತವಾದರೆ ನಾವು ಬದುಕಿ ಈ ಕೆಲಸವನ್ನಾಗಲಿ ಆ ಕೆಲಸವನ್ನಾಗಲಿ ಮಾಡುವೆವು ಎಂದು ನೀವು ಹೇಳತಕ್ಕದ್ದು because that's which is going to that's what's going to endure sometimes you may think why are we going over similar thoughts again and again well our defense is the word of god and that's what we need to look at in philippians the third chapter paul says in verse 1 finally my brethren rejoice in the lord to write the same things to you to me indeed is not grievous but for you it is safe hallelujah so he's saying there hey praise god rejoice rejoice get excited because paul is not uh, irritated by saying the same thing again and again and in fact it works out for the safety of the believer hallelujah it is a safe thing to be able to hear the same thing again and again because you're going to be strengthened you're going to be fortified you're going to be uh, having a solid foundation that won't be shaken and so just rejoice that you're hearing it again hallelujah <laughs> that's the way god does it so you gain a security a safety around the things that you're hearing over and over again they become immovable they become unshakable in your life and based on that your life is a secure place Hallelujah anybody around you can tell that you are a very secure individual secure in him in his strength praise god so rejoice get excited because you're hearing things that sound similar the same kind of theme over and over again hallelujah so thank god for the security and strength in the church by hearing the same thing over and over again praise god let's hear that also Philippians 3 verse 1 Paul was very clear about it he said that's not a headache for me i don't mind saying the same thing <laughs> praise god so he's not really bothered about what people think about him he's more interested in how the lives of the people are strengthened Hallelujah is this the only message you have this is the only thing you talk about of course the man knew so much but he would say certain things over and over and they thought ah you know what's this over and over again but that's where we know the strength comes from by hearing and hearing and building things into lives that make them endure the test of time the situations and circumstances out there So we should be excited we should rejoice that hey we're back on familiar territory we're hearing things that are being built into us so that our lives are secure hallelujah unshakable immovable always always abounding always going forward hallelujah thank you jesus it's a good thing so be excited about it praise god let's go to another scripture in isaiah now isaiah chapter 30 So don't get moved by uh your own abilities or achievements and then begin to think that maybe we are 
you know, so great in ourselves. It's not a very uh, fun place to be. <laughs> Notice there in Isaiah 30 and verse 1, he says, Woe to the, ch- the rebellious children, said the Lord, that take counsel but not of me, that cover with a covering but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin. He's, he's talking to people who uh, are supposed to be under his care, and he's watching them, and he says they become rebellious because they are not really listening to him. They're covering themselves, but not with his spirit, not with his ability, not with his strength. He says in continuing, verse 2, that walk to go down into Egypt and have not asked at my mouth to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. Therefore shall the strength of Pharaoh be your shame and the trust in the shadow of Egypt your confusion. Praise God. Notice here how he's speaking. Nonetheless, you know, poetic as usual. That's the Spirit of God. He's got it all in harmony. He's got it all going nicely. But you can see there's a gentle rebuke there (laughs) to those uh, that he's calling rebellious. And he says, They should have listened to what came out of his mouth. That was his strength. Praise God. So the words that come out of the mouth of the Lord are where the strength is. Hallelujah. Trusting in Egypt here and Pharaoh is confusion and shame. Hallelujah. Praise God. So uh, there is a tendency to be able to uh, hear information in this day and hour and uh, replace our strength in the Lord with all of that information that we're hearing. But that could be shame and confusion, just like it has happened before in this verse. You notice here, Pharaoh was the main man back in that time. But you will observe also another thing. It says there, verse 2, that walk to go down into Egypt. Notice the word down. As you are reading your Bible, you will notice many times when Egypt is mentioned, it's like going down. Hallelujah. Anyway, let's hear these verses, if we can. Isaiah 30, verse 1 through to 3, also. Kattanu hige annuttane, tirugi biluva makkalige ayyo avaru alochane annu maaduttare, adare nannindalla, nanna atma preritharagade uppayavannu neidu papada mele papavannu serisikondiddare. Farohana Baladali Tavu Balagulua Hagi Yu Aigukta the Neralinali Baravasavitu Nana Matan Nukeda de Aigukta Ke Prayana Wagi Horati Adare Adakarana Farohana Balavu Nimagan Achike Yu Aigukta the Neralina Baravasadinda Nimagan Indeu Untaguadu. Hallelujah. The Lord is our strength, the Lord is our fortress, the Lord is our high tower. Praise God, the Lord is our light, the Lord is our salvation. The Lord is everything. Hallelujah. Praise God. We declare that. We believe that. And let's not shift from that. Let's not be moved by other information that may come from the big men or the rulers of this world. Hallelujah. Don't be moved. Don't be shaken by that information. It's calculated to put you to confusion and shame. So don't be moved by all of that. Praise God. Don't go down towards the strength of this world. Let's go up, let's go high, let's look up, 
let's expect our strength is from the Lord, from his mouth, his word. Hallelujah. So the more you hear that, the more you ponder on that, the more uh, your strength comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Um, Consider these things as you ponder. It's a good thing. It's an awesome thing. Let's look at one more verse like that in Psalms. Psalm 52. Um, Thank you, Jesus. I believe God is a faithful God and he's strengthening us with the words of his mouth again and again. He has not left us. How many of you can testify? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 52, notice there the seventh verse. He says, Lo, this is the man that made not God his strength, but trusted in the abundance of his riches and strengthened himself in his wickedness. Hmm. That's not a good lesson there. He trusted in his own strength, in his own wealth, and all of that. Praise God. Hmm. But notice verse 6 says, The righteous also shall see and fear and shall laugh at him, at such a person. Verse 8, But I am like a green olive tree. Hallelujah. In the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. Hallelujah. We trust in the mercy of God. We are like the tree planted in the house of God. Amen. How many of you are planted in this family, in this local family? Praise God. I believe that you are like that. Amen. Verse 9 continues, I will praise thee forever because thou hast done it. And I will wait on thy name for it is good before thy saints. Hallelujah. Oh, this is the right thing to do. Amen. So I'm so grateful that no matter what's going on out there, we've been able to enjoy our planting, our rooting, and expectation from God, strength, wealth, abundance, protection, tender mercies, and we praise Him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Another version of verse 9 says, I will thank you and confide in you forever because you have done it, delivered me, and kept me safe. Hallelujah. I will wait on, hope in, and expect in your name, for it is good in the presence of your saints, your kind and your pious ones. That's the Amplified. So I will thank you and confide in you forever, because you've done it. What have you done? Delivered me and kept me safe. Praise God. He's been doing that. He's brought us thus far. Hallelujah. Six months are over. Thank God. Ha, ha, ha. Woo! We're still here. We're still going forward. We're still believing. We're still looking to Him. We're listening to the words of His mouth. We're planted. We're planted in the house of the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. How many of you are looking forward to that olive tree experience? Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So there was this man who trusted not in God or His strength, but in his own abundance, his own wealth, security for himself through his own plans. Praise God. So thank God for wealth, thank thank God for abundance and all of that, but don't forget it came from his mouth, it came from his strength, it came from his will, it came from his word, from his plan. Hallelujah. 
So let's not go to that level where as time passes, we now make our own plans and we strengthen ourselves in our own strength, in our own security. That is shame, that is confusion, that's just not right. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear Isaiah, or rather Psalm uh, 52 also in Canada there, 52, um, verse 7, and then all the way to verse 9. It's awesome to just go over. Thank you, Jesus. Very awesome words to listen to and be assured that you are moving in the right direction. Hallelujah. So you come to things like delight thyself also in the Lord. Notice that where your delight comes from, being in him. Enjoying Him, relationship, communion with Him. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and He shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Amen? Praise God. Here we are not uh, desiring anything that He cannot give us. We are enjoying Him. We are looking at Him. We are not focusing on you know, the desires of our heart there. We are focusing on Him, getting our excitement in Him. And he gives us the desires of our heart. Thank you, Jesus. Notice that he's interested in the desires of your heart and you obtaining those desires. But in James there, they had it all turned around after some time. So there is a possibility that as time passes, one can become so confident and so strengthened in themselves that they are not actually focusing on getting excited and rejoicing in Him. Hallelujah. Delight thyself also in Him. And then guess what? You get the desires of the heart because He is interested in giving it to you. Amen. Let's hear that also from Psalm 37 and the fourth verse. So you, may, you may say, oh, I've heard that before. Right. You're in the right place. Thank God. Amen. Glory to God. Delight thyself also in the Lord. Get excited that you are in Him. The tremendous blessing of the new covenant, the church, the grace, the age of grace, hallelujah, is that you have been placed in Him. Thank you, Jesus. And as a place of great delight and excitement, Hallelujah, that you are not just standing there in your strength, in your ability. That wouldn't have gone very far at all. You would not even be here today, right? Praise God. But we are delighting ourselves in Him. Hallelujah, in the Lord. And He gives us the desires of our heart. What a good way to do things. Go after Him, enjoy Him, get excited about Him and the desires of your heart are met and produced and provided for. Hallelujah. And then verse 4 says, Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. See how it goes? But the James guys there uh, in chapter 4, they had it all turned around. 
And they were saying, we'll go here, we'll do this, we'll do that. So they had it all uh, upside down or you know, in reverse. But here we have delighting ourselves in the Lord, getting excited in Him, no matter what's going on out there, having desires in your heart, but not going after those desires, praise God, going to be excited about Him, focusing on Him, delighting, getting excited about Him, <laughs> and then committing the way onto Him, rolling the care and burdens and uh, all of your plans on Him. And guess what? The Bible says He will bring it to pass. He's a God of fulfillment. He's more interested in your life being fulfilled and accomplished than even you know, than even you can. Hallelujah. And verse 6 says, He shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Hallelujah. You rest. You relax. Take a, take a chill pill in him. And enjoy yourself in Him. Hallelujah. The Lord is a faithful God. He has said these things. It is from His mouth that we are receiving counsel, not from anything else or anyone else. Hallelujah. We have decided that we will be listening to His mouth. Praise God. We will commit our way to Him. And these things are just awesome. Hallelujah. There are those who may be prospering in their way. But we should not compare ourselves with them. Hallelujah. Our excitement is in Him. And He will take care of it. Because He is a loving, heavenly Father. Better than any natural Father. Oh, praise God. This is good too. Maybe we should hear that also. Verse 4 all the way to the 7th verse. Glory to God. Katanali Ananda Vagiru, Aga Atanu Nina Rudaya the Apexhegalanu Ninage Koduvanu Nina Margavanu Katanige Upisu, Atanali Baravasa Vidu, Atanu Adanu Neraveri Suvanu Nina Nitianu Bedakina Hageu Nina Nyayagalanu Madhyana the Hageu Atanu Horage Baramaduvanu Katanali Shanta Vagiru, Mauna Vagidu, Atanigagi, Eduru Nodu, Tana Margadali, Safala Vaguavani Goskaravu, Yuktigalanu Nadisuva, Manushari Goskaravu, Kopa Madikur Labeda. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So get excited about him. Be delicate. Some version says there, be dainty, uh, be pampered, be happy about, uh, make merry over. Praise God. Be excited about him. Be like a little child around his daddy. Just get excited about him. Yay! Stand on his feet and hold his hands and, and just jump around. Hallelujah. Can you see that picture there? Amen. Enjoy that. Have delicate, delightful, luxurious time in him. Hallelujah. Get excited about his word. Get excited about who he said he is, you see. Thank God we have his thoughts. Hallelujah. And so we know how he thinks. And the more we know how he thinks, the more we know him. So our life should be based on how does he think. Thinking his thoughts. Pondering his thinking. And getting excited about that because we're getting to know him. In the word of God, we have his thoughts. The way he thinks. And so you are coming into familiarity with him. You are getting to know him. Hallelujah. And you can 
begin to relax and rest in that proven character. Hallelujah. That tried person that he is. Thank God for that. And the key here is to keep staying there and not be moved from that place, no matter what's going on out there or even with you. You know, sometimes there's a possibility to trust in your own strength, in what you have done, your achievements, and etc. But let's look away from all of that and say, Lord, it is you that you are my strength. It is from your mouth my strength comes. And I'm excited that you put me in Christ. It was not my ability. It was not my strength. It was nothing I could do. Hallelujah. I'm just excited that you did it. In this age of grace, you put me into Christ, your own son. Hallelujah. Your dearly beloved. Oh, and I'm accepted in him. And I am rejoicing because of victory that is in him again and again and again in every place. Hallelujah. And then you do not fret about things out there, the information, the voices that are speaking, but you're listening to his mouth, praise God. Hallelujah. And so you you cast the care and the plan on him, and he brings it to pass. Thank God that as long as you have breath, we can continue to believe like this. We can continue to act like this, because if he's not coming next week, he will still bring those things to pass. Hallelujah. That's his part. Is not our part. So we're not trying to make things happen by our own strength, but we are trusting him. Hallelujah. Awesome. You may be saying, I know this, of course. You know it, we know it, we've heard this, but God doesn't have a problem telling us again. <laughs> it's for our safety. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So uh, I am excited just to be able to hear these things and say, wow, I can delight myself in the Lord. I'm not losing my mind. I'm excited because it is his mouth that has spoken these things. Amen? Oh, you just uh, get excited about him and his word? Yes, that's what he said. Stay there. Don't go and uh, exchange that word and that voice uh, for anything else. Hallelujah. That's where our delight is. That's where our strength is. Thank God for this age in which we live. And it's almost over. So we might as well get excited about it right now. Hallelujah. Because soon you're going to see him face to face. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. You know, to live on the earth brings glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And to die as a believer brings glory to the believer. Have you thought about that? To live on the earth is another chance to bring glory to God. To die as a believer is a chance for the believer to enjoy glory. Hallelujah. Amen. So guess what? You're going to be enjoying glory soon. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. If you're, if you're passing away uh, tomorrow or next week or whatever, get excited because you're going to be enjoying glory soon. Hallelujah. The worst thing that can happen to you is that you will enjoy glory soon. <laughs> but if you have another day, it's a privilege. It's an opportunity to bring glory to God. Hallelujah. So let's think like that. That's the right kind of thinking. Uh, it's Bible thinking. Another day is a privilege, an opportunity to bring glory to God. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we can just go on and have great gain and glory soon and just go off. Hallelujah. So... 
Let's get excited about these truths. <laughs> Only you and I can talk like this because it comes from our strength, from the mouth of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. You know, Paul was a person who was totally in grips with it. A man who uh, persecuted and killed people who had faith in Jesus. But this man, when he got saved, when he got revelation and understanding, it took a U-turn in his life. And all he prayed about was, what do you want me to do, Lord? What do you want me to do, Lord? And of course, you know, his life brought us these wonderful things today. The reality of the church and the age of grace was brought to us most powerfully by this man, the great apostle Paul. And in Philippians, the first chapter, he said in verse 21, he says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. You know, the earth looks at it as a loss. Amen? Mm, but guess what? For you personally, as a believer, it is gain. It is gain. 22, he says, if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I wot not. He says, I can have some fruit, I can bring some glory to God if I live in the flesh. So the point is, as we think about our life in the flesh, we should be thinking, have I brought glory to God today? Is there an opportunity for me to bring glory to God today? Shall I spend my vapor of time today giving glory to God? Nice thought, isn't it? Hallelujah. 23 says, I'm in a strait betwixt two, having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Mm. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. Praise God. So this man is beginning to ponder. Must have been a tough thing. You know, this is uh, around the time of the Philippian jail and Rome and all of that stuff. The man went through the works. And he said that sometimes... The figure uh, of uh, tent making. Apparently, the language used here is uh, familiar with in the terms of tent making. People who uh, decided that it was time to pitch camp and then sometimes after they had done all their work, they pulled up the tent, you know, pulled out the pegs, folded it up and left. So the language there is... Paul's tent-making industry, and so on. He said, I feel like picking up the tent, folding it up, and leaving. <laughs> That's a good one, right? Hallelujah. Sometimes you can just wrap up the tent and push off. Hallelujah. So, thank God you and I have an opportunity to stay in the tent a little longer. <laughs> Give glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. But one of these days... The tent and us will be changed in an instant and become glorious and glorified and we will be with the Lord forever. Hallelujah. And he said, rejoice about these things. Get excited about these things. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you have heard from the time you can remember, Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. Jesus is coming soon. I mean, you've heard it, right? Well, guess what? You're the generation, I believe, that is going to see that. Hallelujah. Praise God more than any other generation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. 
So we have these fleeting moments, these last seconds in the match, and so let's do it right. Let's give glory to him. Let's keep our ears at his mouth where his voice is coming from so that we are delighting ourselves in him. And guess what? Those things will come looking for you. Whatever you have desired, whatever you have been expecting, it will come looking for you. Hallelujah. As you delight yourself in the Lord, guess what? The desires of your heart will be coming to you. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's a very powerful thing. It's a very, very powerful thing. And Jesus put it in these words, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of being right, doing right. And all of these things will be added unto you. Hallelujah. Hmm. The Philippians are being taught such realities. James and his congregation are going through such things. But guess what? It's our turn now. Are we receiving it? Are we hearing it? Is it coming into our heart and becoming firm and steadfast so that we are not shaken, we're not moved? Because it is true, we are in the last days and these are the days of great uncertainty where things are being moved uh, in such a way, at such a speed that you can see hmm, people are being shaken very, very violently. People's uh, belief systems are being shaken. But you and I, thank God, we have a sure foundation that endures forever. Glory to God. So don't be irritated that you have to hear again and again, but rather get excited because it is safety, it is security, it is a strengthening thing for to be able to hear from the mouth of God. Hallelujah. God is a faithful God. It does not affect his character, whatever is going on out there. God has not moved. God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We have not yet gone into forever. Praise God. But hasn't he done things for you today? Hasn't he brought things into your life and kept you till today? Yes, amen. I'm sure you have testimonies. And guess what? That's going to make sure that you can trust him in the forever that is coming. Praise God. He's a good God. I give you praise. I give you thanks. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear a thing or two out of there. Um, Let's go to Philippians 1, and let's see verse 21 and 22 also in Canada. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, you know, I remember that we have been considering things in the book of Philippians for a while, right from some time now, that he who began a good work in you, he is faithful, he will accomplish it. Praise God. Whether you believe it or not, he started a good work in you. <laughs> and he's going to make sure that it is accomplished. Amen. And as a preacher, as a person who has uh, other people's interests at heart, Paul also thought like this, that you know, he was interested that they would stay and perform and do the right thing, even if he were not there physically present uh, in their lives. So in Philippians 2, he said, verse 12, Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. 
Hallelujah. Notice there that he's saying, even if I'm not hovering over you physically and tapping you on the shoulder physically, you know, just obey. Just act on the word. Just trust him. Trust his word right now and work out what good work he started inside you, which is your salvation, which is the new birth, which is the desire to live like him. Work it out from inside out with fear and trembling. Fear and trembling there means with utmost seriousness, that you're very serious about it. You're giving it all you've got. Hallelujah. You are very sincere. You're very serious about the good thing on the inside of you coming outside. The benefit of this saved life coming out so that others can see it. Can you see that? That's when it becomes evident to others that you are the salt and you are the light of the world. Hallelujah. That is when that becomes a, a message to the world. And that's why we're here. We are here to be a message, praise God, uh, that a living epistle that people can read, not written by natural pen and ink, but by the finger of God, by the hand of God. People are watching, people are observing, so you are looking at every day as a chance to be uh, a testimony, to be alive as a, a written word. You're looking at every opportunity to become more and more of a signpost that says, Jesus is alive. He's here. Hallelujah. He's living in this planet, in these tabernacles, in these tents called believers. Hallelujah. Praise God. So it takes a whole new different dimension when you start thinking like that. You become strange, of course, that you're bothered about others, but that's why you're here. Otherwise, go on to glory. <laughs> glory is waiting for you. Hallelujah. For the believer, it's just a promotion to glory. Hallelujah. It is a far better place that you and I are going to. Far better than the finest uh, boulevard, than the finest uh, apartments uh, on the planet. Whether you are you know, by the Swiss Alps or whether you are you know, by the beaches. Uh, hallelujah. Heaven is far better. <laughs> Hallelujah. So my brother, my sister, in these little fleeting moments, this puff of smoke and vapor that is called our life, let's begin to think about it on a daily basis. Just this moment we have to be hearing from his mouth, trusting him with the same seriousness, sincerity, as though today is the only day you have, which is a fact, because you do not know the the morrow. You don't know what shall be tomorrow. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let's hear also this in Canada, verse 12 of uh, Philippians 2. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So we, we are here because we believe the word of God is the truth. Absolutely. The final truth, the reality of the things which we have not seen with our eyes. You know, uh, what the senses cannot perceive right now, 
we perceive God's word to be the reality about these things, the truth about these things. So we are not going to stand against the truth, but we're going to agree with the truth and walk with the truth and think around these things again and again. Hallelujah. Make it our meditation. The measure uh, of time and thought you give to the word of God is the measure of virtue that comes back to you. Life and its power will begin to flow towards us. Therefore, thank God, as it is written in Second Corinthians 13, verse 8, we can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. Hallelujah. We have decided that the truth is final in our lives. Amen. God's word that comes out of his mouth is our final authority. We will not stand against it. We will only do things and live for that truth. Hallelujah. Then this piece of verse in verse 9, he says, For we are glad. This is the heart of people like Paul, people who are interested in the welfare of others and not just themselves. Amen. We are glad when we are weak and you are strong. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. And this also we wish, even your perfection or maturity. Notice that he says, your building up, your strength is what we are more bothered about. Amen? Can you see that heart there? He said, we're glad when we are weak and you are strong. Praise God. So even if the person is not there physically, this is the desire of such a person, that they should be strong. They should be able to be founded well. Their, their life should be a pillar. Hallelujah. An anchored life, a strong life. In this time, in this hour. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Can you see that we do care about others, we do care about the Lord, and we do care about ourselves. If we were not bothered about ourselves, we won't be listening to these things. But because we are bothered about our own lives, being a testimony, being a living epistle, we listen And that is because we want our lives to be able to minister to others. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we won't be here. We would have died. We would have just quit. We would have rolled over and just given up. Hallelujah. So if you're listening, it's because you love people and you love yourself too. Praise God. So there is this precious balance in the word of God where you love people, where you you really would like to lay down your life for others, but you're also taking care of your own life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus made sure he never left the earth until he had finished what he was created for. See that? He had to keep himself. He had to not fall for the lies that are out there, the shortcuts that were available. You see, the the devil tempted him and said, Worship me. I will give you all these kingdoms. I'll give it all to you, which is a fact. Otherwise, it would not be a real temptation, right? So a real temptation was, it was based on fact there. That the, all the kingdoms of the world were actually in the hand of Satan. He had become God of this world. And he said, if you worship me, I will give you all these kingdoms. You don't have to go through the cross. You don't have to go through all of this suffering. It was a test. It was a temptation. It was a real temptation. Guess what? In this world... There will be real temptations that are like, man, it's so real. That's what makes it a real temptation. 
So there will be real temptations to take a shortcut, to not trust in God. You know, to just ah, cut this thing, man. Let's do it like this. And maybe we have done it. And maybe you have done it. But guess what? There's always one John 1.9. One <laughs> These things write I unto you that you sin not. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Hallelujah. You can always go to him and tell him about it and say, Lord, I'm sorry. Oh, forgive me in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And instantly you are cleansed from all unrighteousness and you're restored back to complete fellowship with the Father, with the Son, with the mighty Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In this world you will have tests, trials, tribulations. There will always be some real tests. Jesus had to face it because he knew we had to face it. Praise God. So he went there and tested it, tried it first, and triumphed over our enemies, won in every situation, ascended on high, qualified, sat at the right hand of the Father, where he now lives for us, praying for us, interceding, speaking for us. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that you can look away from yourself and consider him who began the good work in us, and he is faithful to accomplish it, perform it until the day we meet Jesus in the clouds. Ha, 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 ha. He has guaranteed it. You see, these things are so real to us. People will say, you believe that? You, you read that book and you get excited and you believe that? This is the only book that is alive. There are many other books out there, but this is living. And it does something on the inside of us. And it stirs up things on the inside of us and puts us on course, on the right direction to fulfill the plan for which we were created. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And that's where our excitement comes from. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Maybe we can hear verse 9 of 2 Corinthians 13 also in Canada. Hmm. Glory to God. Let's look at something familiar along these lines. This is just not ordinary words, you see. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. You remember the story of Peter? Uh, how he had been walking with Jesus there and... Jesus had asked the question, okay, they say I'm this, but what do you say I am? And who do you say I am? You remember? He had asked that question in uh, chapter 16 of Matthew. And then uh, Peter just said the right thing. And uh, it was awesome to hear him say the right thing. And uh, praise God. Verse 16 says, Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Hmm. Verse 15, he said unto them, But whom say you that I am? What is your conclusion? Who do you say that I am really? Praise God. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Hmm. And immediately Jesus said this in verse 17. Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee, 
but my Father which is in heaven. Hmm, consider that for a minute. Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. Can you see the blessedness of revelation knowledge? Jesus opened his mouth and said, You are blessed because of revelation. You are blessed because you understood something that came from heaven, from my Father. It cannot be compared to any other thing you can attain on this planet, in this universe. The blessing is because you received revelation. It cannot be compared to any other book, any other word, any other stuff out there. Nothing. This is what brings God's blessing. This is what brings God into your life. Hallelujah. Where heaven comes to you is because of revelation of the word of God. Of who is this Jesus? What is the word? Hallelujah. Jesus said it. Nobody else but Jesus opened his mouth and said, You're blessed because that came from heaven. It didn't come from this earth. My brother, my sister, what a privilege we have that we are listening to things that come from heaven, from our Father's mouth, from heaven, from the throne of the Almighty. It is a real place, and you are listening, and you are hearing. And that's where the blessing is. You're so blessed. Woo, glory to God. Ha, 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 ha. You're so blessed. You're so blessed. Hallelujah. Oh, you can look at yourself and say, I'm blessed. <laughs> I'm blessed because I got that word from the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Of course, you know, Simon went on ahead and then started speaking from his flesh just a few breaths later and began to rebuke Jesus. So there is with us the same flesh that is going to suddenly stand against all of this. You don't need the devil, really. You already have his twin brother in the flesh nature. And it will always be opposed to the Spirit of God and the truth of God's Word. Hallelujah. But you and I can listen in and tune in and hear from the mouth of our Father God and not be confused and not be put to shame. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Again and again and again. You may say, I've heard that before. Tune in again. Listen to it again. It is for our safety. God is speaking again and again so that uh, he makes sure we are safe. We are kept. Hallelujah. Uh, So don't be moved. You know, God is not bored to tell us the same thing. But if you notice, there's always something new that he's telling us again. In the midst of it all, the same verses of scripture again and again, uh, and something fresh comes out of it again. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So my brother, my sister, what should we be listening for? That which comes from our Father's mouth. That's where the blessing is. Aren't you glad that that's where the blessing is? <laughs> that's what brings heaven into your life. That's what brings heaven on earth. That's what gives you the foretaste of the millennial reign that's coming. Hallelujah. That you and your household and your covenant benefit etc., the works of your hand and all that concerns you, can actually experience the blessing of heaven. Hallelujah. 
because you heard from the Father's mouth. It was not from any other mouth but the mouth of the Father God. Isn't it Daddy speaking to you again and again? Oh, hallelujah. Loving, heavenly Father. Our Father, which art in heaven, holy is your name. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Isn't he our Father? Oh, he loves us. He loves us so dearly. If you were the only person on the planet, he would have given his son for you again. Praise God. Let's rejoice in him. Let's get excited about him. Delight yourself in him. Oh, glory to God, and he will give you the desires of your heart. He said that. He's never changed. Hallelujah. He never changes. There's no shadow of turning with him. He's the father of mercies, the father of lights, the God of all comfort. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Hallelujah. Just roll that care on him. Just commit that plan to him. Leave it with him. He will bring it to pass. Thank you, Jesus. He's a good God. You don't have to worry about it. You've left it with him. Don't go picking it up again. Just leave it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona. Flesh and blood has not revealed it unto thee. Whatever you see out there that's so fascinating is all flesh and blood. Amen. All their revelations, all their great genius and all that. But the real ones, the real giants and geniuses acknowledge that they got it from him. Praise God. The rest is just flesh and blood and there's no blessing there. It looks like there's something. But we are talking about the blessed. Blessed art thou. (laughs) The blessed purposes of God. Mm, What Jesus himself will open his mouth and say, you're blessed. That's what we're talking about. Can you imagine Jesus looking at you and saying, you're blessed. Because you listen to the word that came from my father's mouth. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Revelation, understanding from God's word cannot be compared to anything else that's out there. Rejoice about that. Take joy in that. Get excited about it. Hallelujah, that's the truth. We want to stand for the truth and not against the truth. So let's go on to such kind of thoughts. With our temporary vapor of a life, give ourselves to listening to the revelation that comes from our Father's mouth, and that which he began on the inside, which is a good work, will begin to manifest on the outside because it passes through the gate of your mind. Your soul, your deep thoughts, your imaginations are centered around listening to the Father's words. The blessedness of your soul now manifests on the outside and everybody can see, wow, These people are different. This is a different kind of life. In the midst of all the peril, in the midst of all the darkness, in the midst of all the instability, there is an anchored life. There is a sure, joyful, excited life. Hallelujah. A hopeful life. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. And that's speaking. And that's ministering. And you are seeing it as an opportunity to show forth unto others the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Maybe we can hear um, verse 16 and 17 in Canada from Matthew 16. 
ಅದಕ್ಕೆ ಸೀಮೋನ ಪೇಕ್ರನು ಪ್ರತ್ಯುತ್ತರವಾಗಿ ನೀನು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನು ಜೀವವುಳ್ಳ ದೇವರ ಕುಮಾರನು ಎಂದು ಹೇಳಿದನು ಆಗ ಯೇಸು ಪ್ರತ್ಯುತ್ತರವಾಗಿ ಅವನಿಗೆ ಯೋನನ ಮಗನಾದ ಸೀಮೋನನೇ ನೀನು ಧನ್ಯನು ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ರಕ್ತ ಮಾಂಸವಲ್ಲ ಮನುಷ್ಯರಲ್ಲ ಪರಲೋಕದಲ್ಲಿರುವ ನನ್ನ ತಂದೆಯೇ ಅದನ್ನು ನಿನಗೆ ಪ್ರಕಟಿಸಿದನು ಎಂದು ಹೇಳಿದನು He's working in you both to will and do his good pleasure. Praise God. He works with that uh, on the inside through the revelation that's coming to you. He's able to perfect that which concerns you. He's able to bring to pass whatever he had planned for you. Thank God for Jesus at the right hand of the Father. Ooh, glory to God. Glory to God. It's a holy thing that's going on. It's an awesome thing that's going on. What the world cannot see, what the world cannot understand is happening in your life right now. Awesome God. Hallelujah. So your flesh will come to challenge these things every now and then and say, what are you doing? Why are you just wasting your life like this? What is all of this? You just keep listening to the same thing. You already know that. You know this. You know that. And it's trying to uh, make you step back and regress. and you're losing grip on the fact that you are just here for a moment that lie can come over and attack a church like James's church the huge church in Jerusalem where everything started and it can move on any church and make you look away from all of that to that voice that is telling you these things which is the flesh and say you're strong in your strength in your ability you can do this you can plan you can do stuff man go on and do it hallelujah but you can always repent and say oh forgive me for that lord that was wrong thinking i was going down the wrong path i want to hear your word i'm listening to you lord in jesus name just like that and you are cleansed from all unrighteousness and you're back tuned into the right frequency you can hear from your father's mouth hallelujah what a privilege Oh thank you Jesus. So we do not owe the flesh anything. We do not have a debt to the flesh. We don't have to listen to that. We can switch that off by tuning into God's word, by listening to the word that comes out of his mouth. Just looking at him, considering his mercy and and saying, "Lord, I want to get excited about you." Praise God. These are the kinds of thoughts um that are here. Let's go again to Philippians and see there back in the third chapter notice we started with verse 1 and um, there's some heavy stuff in there he calls some people dogs was <laughs> to beware of dogs who that's serious thank you jesus <laughs> but uh, let's continue down we'll leave the dogs today we'll talk about them some other time i believe but look at verse 3 we are the circumcision which worship god in the spirit <laughs> and rejoice in christ jesus oh hallelujah and have no confidence in the flesh thank you jesus is it all right to have no confidence in the flesh that's the right thing to do so your excitement my excitement comes because of what we heard from the father's mouth ooh that sets our feet to dance it gets us jumping it loosens our joints hallelujah it works in the marrow it works in the joints you see it is alive 
Hallelujah. It quickens the body. It quickens the mortal body. Hallelujah. And so we get excited and the joy comes back to us. Hallelujah. No confidence in anything out there in the flesh. Hallelujah. Verse 4 continues. He says, though I might also have confidence in the flesh. This is a man who could have had a lot of confidence in his achievements. If any other man thinketh (laughs) that he hath whereof he might trust in the flesh, I more. Notice the challenge to any man. Any man out there who thinks they're so great in their fleshly accomplishments, he said, I more. I could have had super confidence in my flesh is what he's saying. But then he met this Lord Jesus that Peter spoke about and said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. If you meet that person, things are going to change. I believe you know him. I believe you met him. The same one that Paul met, the same one that Peter talked about, though they all had flesh, and their flesh would work against them. And that's why Paul said, I have decided not to put my confidence in the flesh. This flesh is a problem. And the confidence that it can try to instill and stir up in you, there is a confidence that is calling from the flesh. Hallelujah. And he said, no, put no confidence. Paul learned, he said, I put no confidence in the flesh. I put no confidence in the flesh. Hallelujah. And then he goes on to explain some things there. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrew of the Hebrews. Touching the law. Pharisee says, I come from the highest realms, from Benjamin. Praise God. Apparently, Benjamin is a warrior tribe. That's where Saul, the Benjamite, came from, the first king. They're very uh, serious, serious people, honorable and, um, how can I say, real Jews. Amen? That's where the juice is. <laughs> Are you looking for the Jews? You met them. Hallelujah. He's called Hebrew of Hebrews. In other words, what a Jew would like to be is what Paul was. Among the Jews, if you are wanting to be something, that's the person he was. He was the Jew of the Jews. He was the highest. He was like the highest level of orthodox Jewry. He was it. He said to prove that concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. In other words, anything to do with performance, he was number one. Blameless. Outward performance, he had it. Nobody could perform outwardly more than him. He performed. He performed. He was a performer on the outward flesh department. Legalistic, core, hardcore man. He was the highest. Praise God. But, the word but is a very powerful thing. What things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. If you have met this Christ, which we have, this is the conclusion. That whatever you thought was a gain, you're not crying for it. <laughs> lost it all for Christ. Oh. I left all that for Christ. No. In fact, it's the other way around. You say, phew, I'm done with that. Thank God that's over. 
Whatever was gain, not loss. Whatever was gain, the great stuff that you had, the things that you said were so great, that the world says is so great, that the highest levels of people would say, man, you're great. That stuff, he said, he counted as loss for Christ. And then verse 8 continues, Yea, doubtless, and I count all things loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ, Jesus my Lord, Mm -hmm. for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and notice, do count them but dung that I may win Christ. Hmm. There's plenty there. Count them but dung that I may win Christ. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I think we should read a thing or two, but let me see. Let's go to verse 3, first of all, in Philippians 3. Atmadalli devarannu aradisuvavaru krista yesuvinalli santoshisuvavaru shariradalli baravase illadavaru adanave sunnatiyavaragi addeve. Maybe we can read verse 4 also. Thank you, Jesus. Nanadaro sharira sambanda vadavu gadalli baravasa vittaru idabahudu. Bere yava nadaro sharira sambanda vadavu gadalli baravasa vidabahudendu yochisuvadadare nanu avani gintalu hechagi hage yochisabahudu. And then verse 8 also, that would be good. Haudu, Nisandehavagi, Nana Kartanada Krista, Yesuvina Vishayavagi Rua, Atishreshtavada, Jnanada Nimitavagi, Nanu Yellavanu Nashtavendenisutene, Nanu Kristananu Sampadisi Kulabekindu, Athana Nimitta Yellavanu Kalakundu, Adanu Kasavendenisutene. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's read there again if we can. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 8, he says, Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency. See the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered loss, the loss of all things, and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. Notice the last line there, that I may win Christ. So he's, he's not saying that He just wants to somehow get saved. He's already saved. Can you see that? So he's not talking about just getting saved. Just like you and I, we're on our way to heaven. He's on his way to heaven when he's talking about this. But he's talking about another kind of winning Christ. Gaining. Another mature kind of life. Hmm. How do you know that? Well, if you keep uh, reading on, He says, verse 13, Brethren, our familiar line, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth unto these things that are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And then he's talking to all of us, Let us therefore, verse 15, as many as be perfect or mature, be thus minded. And if anything... You be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Some of those thoughts there can also prove plainly that he's not just talking about getting saved. Of course, even if you just did nothing, zero, 
You didn't believe any promise. You didn't expect anything. You just lived like anybody else, but you accepted Jesus as Lord. You're blessed. You're going straight to heaven. That's a miracle. Nothing short of a miracle. What an awesome miracle. You got a seat straight to heaven. Praise the Lord. Yes, saved. That you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. Saved. You're the righteousness of God. Saved. You're on your way to heaven. Saved. You're in the clasp of the Father and the Son. Nothing can take you out. It's amazing how much there is inside there. That great salvation. That mighty redemption is yours. But guess what? That's not what he's talking about. He's saying, I would like to mature. I would like to fulfill. I would like to apprehend that for which he took me. I want to finish Whatever he has for me, no matter how much I may have steered off here and there by flesh. Praise God. Jesus is praying for us. Why do you think Jesus is praying for us? One of the main reasons is so that we will stay in the plan of God. So that he can perfect that which concerns us. Can you see that? But the controls are still in our hands. And it's up to our soul, our deep thoughts, our imaginations... Our losing the zeal and the flame and the pursuit to pursue the things for which we have been apprehended. If we lose that desire, uh, then we just kind of terminate the whole thing. But thank God, his word still speaks life and strength to us and brings us back and revitalizes us and puts us back on that road and says, let's go. Hallelujah. So, you see, what he's saying there is not that he should just get saved, that I may win Christ, and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Think about this for a minute. If if he's just talking like ordinary language. But you are the righteousness of God, Paul. You yourself know that. So what are you talking about? That righteousness was given to him as a gift, isn't it? Nobody could have worked for it. It was the power of God, the very life of God, the very nature of God that was given to the believer when he confessed Jesus as Lord. What grace. Hallelujah. Amazing grace. You cannot compute the level of grace that has been poured out into that simple thing. Whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Wow. So great salvation. So is that what he's talking about? What he's talking about must be deeper than that. That means while you are living down here, there's a tendency to think, I did this, I did that, and so I'm right. No. We still have to go back to our simple standing I'm right because he made me right. I'm right because I'm standing by his grace alone. Not by anything I have done. I'm not looking at my laurels or my achievements. I'm not looking at my own strength. My confidence is in none of these things. But in Christ alone. In his righteousness. Which is of God by faith. Notice that this man is not playing. He's seriously talking. Come on, you're not serious, Paul. You mean that that could happen to you? Absolutely. He said, I know the flesh. It has brought me, you know, much trouble. Like anybody else. But with him, he had a commission to fulfill the word of God. Colossians 1. Let's read that also. 
verse 25 before we uh, proceed. Whereof I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. What a command was given to him. Go and fulfill the word of God. Go and complete the word of God. The word of God was not complete without what Paul had to say. And he had to complete it. Imagine how many troubles he went through. And he said, I have to finish this thing. I've run the race, he said finally. I have kept the faith. I'm now ready to go. Amen. Can you imagine if you had been given a job to go and finish the word word of God? It was not complete. You had to complete it. Thank God he didn't pick you and me. The finished word has been given to us. Now let's just go follow that word. 2,000 years ago, Paul accomplished it. And he faced the devil and the hosts of wicked people out there, religious demons, etc. Persecuted him, pestered him, left, right, and center, but he finished it. He finished it. He said, I felt like packing up my bags and leaving many times. Just fold this tent and move on. Fold the tent and move. He felt like it. I'll be in glory, he said, but I want to show the glory of God to more people. I want to live my vapor life for his glory. Just another day, another day, and a day. And he said, I have decided that I will stay here some more. For your faith, for your furtherance, for your joy in believing. See, this man is like you and me. The only perfect person was Jesus. And even he was tempted. He did not have flesh like you and I to tempt him. That kind of flesh nature, that fallen nature was not in the flesh of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Paul, anybody else, you, me, we have to deal with this flesh and the recipe is no confidence in the flesh. God has zero confidence in the flesh. You should have zero confidence in the flesh. Thinking like he's thinking. God says, I have no confidence in your flesh. I don't want anything that comes out of your flesh. It cannot please me. Just don't waste your time there. Hallelujah. Let it come from what you heard from the mouth of God. From deep within you, you're acting by the power of the Holy Ghost. Say amen, somebody. We're learning. We're learning how to do that. Amen? Which one should we read now? Maybe we can read Colossians 1.25 and then back up. Hmm. So let's hear maybe Philippians 3 and um, was it 8? Yes, 8 again in Canada and then proceed. There were some things that he had to consider as done. D-U-N-G. And uh, according to the translation, it's supposed to be Dog poo. What do you do with dog poo? You just shake it off, right? Just go, che. 
So some things you just have to shake it off. Dog poo has to be shaken off. Amen. He considered so many things as just dog poo. That's pretty strong. Amen. The things that he thought was such a gain that he would have received a lot of applause and pats on the back and great recognition and celebrity status and voices in the media about, he said, he considered them as just dog poo. Check it off. Amen. Praise God. For this knowledge, for this excellency, for this revelation, for this blessedness. Hallelujah. And so our minds are also being turned. And we're seeing, hmm, it's interesting. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let me read as we proceed towards the end. Uh, Luke 14 and verse 34. Notice how Jesus said, I like this Luke's rendition. He said, salt is good. But if the salt have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? (laughs) If the salt loses its savor, how can you saltify it? I don't know how you can saltify it. Then he goes on. But it is neither fit for the land, nor for the dunghill, but men cast it out. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. Now, notice this. He's saying here, that it is not even fit for the downhill, the poop deck, the poop hill. That if salt has lost its savor or its taste, it's not even fit as poop, as manure. Hallelujah. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. So that spice, that life, that righteousness, that reality of who we are in Christ is what makes us fit for anything. But if we step down and consider our flesh, there's nothing good in it. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's not fit. A believer who steps down into the flesh is not fit even for the poop hill. It's not fit for anything. Praise God. Man, those are pretty strong words. Hallelujah. Let's keep our actual essence. Let's get excited about who we are in Christ. Let's get excited about the mighty work that has been done in us. Let's not lose it and step into these fleshly voices which keep beckoning to us. What do you have in the flesh? What have you achieved in the flesh? Where is your strength in the flesh? This guy, that guy, they all have strength in their flesh. Out of their own strength and their flesh, out of their finances, out of this and that, they have achieved all this. What about you? What about you? You have to look away and say, Poo, pooey. I'm excited about who I am in Christ. I delight myself in the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. That's where my joy comes from. And guess what? All those things will be added onto you. Praise the Lord. Isn't Jesus wonderful? He that has ears to hear, let him hear. So my brother, my sister, we'll have to consider this seriously, no matter how many times we have to listen to the word that comes out of his mouth. That's where our strength comes from. Praise God. That is where we are not going to be put to confusion and vanity. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because he first loved us. He knew us before time began, formed us in our mother's womb, had a plan for each one of us. And he says, 
I want you to fulfill that plan. I want you to accomplish that plan. If you come home now, it's glory, of course. But guess what? If you stay down here, you can glorify me another day, and another day, and another day. Hallelujah. Let's worship this great king. I believe that you and I have been stirred up as you keep hearing it, studying it, pondering about it. You realize that it stirs you up again and again and again to a higher life, to a greater purpose. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hala brasta propala frafafanda. Oh, mandaraste pravindoro sebre di celebrosto. Efredisto pramanda preende lo sore petere petevre vivente le borosto. Holy One, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Help us to consider, Lord, the strength that is in the flesh and the strength that comes out of your mouth, our Father. The words that come out of your, your mouth, to consider them carefully and see the blessedness of those that receive the words that come, the revelation that comes from our Father's mouth. We want to be in that number. We want to be among those that you have looked upon and said, you are blessed because you listened to the word, the revelation that came out of my father's mouth, not flesh and blood. Thank you for helping us, precious Lord. Hallelujah. So I speak to all confusion, all fear, all worry in Jesus' name. I rebuke your power. I refuse confusion. I refuse Vanity. I refuse all of that ability to be strengthened by the flesh. And we just look at you. The innocence of what you have said is more than enough for us. What your word has said gives us joy, rejoicing. Hallelujah. No matter how many times we have to hear it, our ears are open to you. He that has ears to hear, ha ha ha. Oh, we are ready to hear. Help us to hear, mighty Holy Ghost, today, today. We have today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So that we can be a testimony on the planet. That every action of ours will be a testimony. We bless you. We praise you. We worship you. Thank you for nations. Thank you for families. Thank you, Lord, for our neighborhoods. We receive your benefits today. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. I believe we had a good time, and God is a faithful God. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. Let's do so in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for your gifts, your prayers, your faithfulness. I believe you are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, team.